Shalom, everybody. Rabbi Edelstein here. I want to share a few words about the terrible tragedy that occurred in Israel last night in Meron in the north of Israel. Uh, who am I to share any words of wisdom? I'm Rabbi E, and I'll do my best to share words of wisdom that are a response to the terrible news. I'm sure most people have heard, but 45 people were killed at the annual celebration um, in Mount Meron by the kever, the grave of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, great mystical sage in our tradition. The day is Lag Omer, as it's called, the 33rd day of the count between the holiday of Passover, Pesach, and Shavuot, where we got the Torah. Very important time in the Jewish calendar, a very important and joyous day, the 33rd day, the actual yard site, the day of the demise of Shimon Bar Yochai, whose teachings are the foundation of the Zohar and, and other great mystical um, teachings. So if, if you don't know, there's a many, many people, many thousands of people go to the grave of Shimon Bar Yochai in, I've never been there, but many, many friends of mine and family members have gone, and an incredible unity of spirit, of spirituality, people seeking to express the joy of the hidden teachings that Rav Shimon Bar Yochai brought to the world, even if some of us, myself included, don't always study Kabbalistic sources Straight up, that beautiful wisdom has come down to us in other works of thought and Hasidic works, and we're permeated the Jewish world and Jewish life by the by the light and the illumination that Shimon Bar Yochai, the great sage, uh, revealed to the world, and particularly revealed on the last day of his life. Very great secret. So people come, Jewish people, men, women, children, fathers, mothers, and they go and they go up to Meron in the north of Israel and they celebrate with dancing, with bonfires, and you probably know in Israel there are a lot of bonfires anyway, but what happened last night was an unbelievable, unspeakable, unfathomable tragedy. Words can't describe it, the grief that um, we as a Jewish people feel. I didn't lose anyone that I know personally, but I know people who lost people and friends. Someone, I, I, I won't say the name, but someone, a, a great supporter of Ma'or, the organization I'm privileged to work for directing or DC. These supporters had a child, 13 years old, I believe, who died. There were 45 people who perished. Um, a few observations. Um, just like we should not know of any other such tragedies, but just like when a few years ago in Pittsburgh there was awful tragedy in Pittsburgh, the Jewish world, everyone from all geographical locations, from all ideological uh, positions, everyone felt that grief and that horror. We all felt it because we're one people. So too today on Lagba Omer, we all feel that grief. That itself is a nechama, a consolation, or at least an inspiration that comes out of such a dark, 
unbelievable tragedy. That unity, the Jewish people and the whole of Israel, I, I don't, of course, don't live in Israel, I live here in Maryland, but the whole of Israel, there'll be a day of mourning, they say, on Sunday. There's a national, unbelievable grief. Um, so that's right. I'm not here just to ramble. I'm here to just reflect on what we can take away from that. So that's the first thing, that we're am echad. We're one people, and in our joy, we rejoice together, and those tens of thousands of beautiful Jews went to Meron to rejoice together on a very spiritual and beautiful day, right? There's no, they didn't go there for the food. There's no hot dogs, maybe they're hot dogs. I, it, the point of it is just spiritual elevation and connecting to the light that Rav Shimon Bar Yochai brought to the world, Hasidic, non-Hasidic, like I said, men, women, children. So they went to rejoice, and we now, less than 24 hours later, are mourning together as a people. But that unity of the Jewish people as one, one body and one soul and one family, we have to never forget that and always, um, always live with that awareness, love, concern, interconnection, knowledge of that intimate interconnection. We have to be grateful that we're alive, of course, whenever any tragedy, whether it's to the Jewish people or any tragedy, truthfully, our great rabbis and their wisdom say that every tragedy that comes to the world, and again, there should be the end of tragedies like this or like anything, but the Jewish response is to grab on with more mindfulness, with more sincerity, with more purity to life, to appreciate life, to cherish our loved ones, our children, our family, very much so, and to cherish life, and to be grateful that we're alive and that we have an opportunity to grow every single day of our life. So the unity of the Jewish people, the beauty and the and the fragility, of course, of life, to, to cherish it and to appreciate it, and then to improve our lives, because it's not just an opportunity, but it's an obligation, our great rabbis say, that we should return to a purer, more godly life that's called teshuva, repentance. And the rabbis say, our great sages who guide us in life, say that whenever something difficult and dark comes to the world, it, we're, meant to see, we're meant to see that as, again, I just not an opportunity, an obligation to improve ourselves, to improve our lives. That's, that's also a sanctification of those who perished in whatever tragedy like this one, when we take it as an, as an opportunity slash obligation to improve ourselves, to do tshuva, to return. So that's really everything I really wanted to say, but I do want to point out two quick things, and that is that the Torah portion is Emor in the book of Leviticus, and of course it, in Vayikra, and it discusses the, perhaps the pinnacle of all of the commandments in the Torah, Kiddush Hashem, sanctifying God's name. When tens of thousands of Jewish people go up to the mountain to rejoice by the grave of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. That is a Kiddush Hashem. That's a sanctification of God's name. Like I said, they're not going for the luxurious anything. They're going there just to connect to the Torah, to the Jewish people, to each other, to Hashem, to their own deep neshama. 
and the fire that they dance around that we and that we typically dance around or or or, or gaze at on Lag Omer represents the fire, the, the neshama, the human soul, is compared to a flame. And of course, the Torah itself is compared to light. So it's a Kiddush Hashem, it's a sanctification of God's name to join together with so many Jewish people at Meron or wherever we come together for noble and holy endeavors and, and opportunities to grow. So that was a Kiddush Hashem. And the people, 45, and that we pray for the healing and uh, of the wounded. There's still many wounded, but the 45 who left this world, whose pure holy neshamas left this world to join with a greater light in the next world. That's a Kiddush Hashem too. They died trying to express their Love for Torah, love for the Jewish people, love for Judaism, love for life, ultimately. Because to, to tap into the deepest teachings in Torah is to grab onto life. In any case, so the Torah portion mentions Kiddush Hashem. Their lives, I know, the 45 people, like I said, men, women, well, actually the men, children, women were there, but it was, I believe it was all 45 men who lost their lives and, and children. Um... We're living in an act of Kiddush Hashem. They left this world, an act of Kiddush Hashem. But I want to say one other point, I'll finish with this, and that is that, um, uh, and of course, I don't know what I would say, a takeaway. Well, I hope, I hope these reflections are a takeaway for, for you. I'm going to give some tzedakah, some charity, that there's online opportunities already for families, to collections for families who lost loved ones. Um, but Shabbat is coming up, and whether we light candles, typically or not, it might be a beautiful Shabbat to light candles. It might be a beautiful Shabbat to make Kiddush. To just take a few minutes and relate more deeply to the holiness of Shabbat and have in mind the elevation of the souls of the people who lost and for a, were lost and for a healing for those who are um, still struggling with injuries. But I had to think of the final point, and that is that, or share with you, that 45 was the number of people, and it should not go up, God forbid, 45 souls lost, beautiful, pure Jewish souls lost, 45. 45 is the numerical value of the word ma, which means what. It's kind of fitting, like, our reaction, what? How can we even fathom such a thing? But there's another point. There's a very famous passage much later in the Torah, not this week's Torah portion, in Deuteronomy, Devarim, where Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Jewish people, and now, O Jewish people, O Israel, ma Hashem Elokecha Shoel Meimach, what, memhe, which is the numerical value of 45, what does Hashem ask of you? And then he goes on to say, and I'm just pointing this out, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the most famous verses in the Torah, in and of itself for laying out the complete picture in encapsulated form of what we're in this world to do. But maybe now there's a special poignancy or re you know, it can resonate more because 45 souls left this world. Moshe Rabbeinu says, what does Hashem ask of you? Only to have awe of Hashem your God, to walk in His ways and to love Him and to serve Hashem your God with all your heart and with all your soul.
guarding the commandments of Hashem and his decrees that I command you this day for your own good, for your own benefit. What does Hashem ask of us? And that word what? Maybe we can deal with the pain and the darkness of this question we have after what was experienced, what, 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 what happened yesterday. What? So maybe, at least for me, I'm saying, and maybe other people will get some ideas for it, but how am I gonna try to react, to live my life differently a little bit, at least starting out today, maybe for Shabbos, right? What am I gonna do? What? Try to work on improving awe, feeling awe of Hashem and of this beautiful world He created and of the beautiful human beings, whether they're our family or our friends or the Jewish people or all mankind, this wonderful, incredible world that, that, that to be in awe of Hashem, your God, to walk in his ways. That means, our great rabbis say, perfecting our character traits, which is very appropriate for the time as we approach Shavuos. In fact, that is the traditional um, emphasis as we approach Shavuos, because God gave the Torah to the Jewish people as a unit. As Rashi says, like one individual with one heart, unity. And you can't get to unity unless you refine and purify and elevate your character traits. That's what it means to walk in God's ways, our rabbis tell us. So to have awe of God, to walk in, in God's ways, to love God. And Rav Shimon Bar Yochai and the teachings of the Zohar that he revealed or that became part of the Zohar are, are infused with both awe of God and love of God to serve Hashem your God with all your heart and with all your soul, to guard His commandments and His decrees that I command you today for your good. And I'll add, and it's implicit in the words, for our eternal good, for a good life in this world, good meaning meaningful, good meaning connected to something that's true, to eternal values. Um, so that's all I have to say. May the memories of the people who died be for a blessing. May their neshamas, I know their neshamas are connected to the great bond of life and light. I don't know what I could ever say. I, don't, I doubt anyone's watching who's an, who lost a family member. I wouldn't want, but we should all just carry on and do the best we can and treasure each other, treasure the Jewish people, treasure the wisdom of the Torah, and appreciate our lives. Thank you so much, and, uh, you know, May their memory be for a blessing. Have a very good Shabbos. Thank you.